Have you ever wondered what will happen to the Arabs living in the land of Israel when Mashiach comes? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Frieden. Today we are on page 25 of Chagiga, and we learn that there will always be a special place for not only Jews, but also non-Jews in the land of Israel. All are welcome as long as we submit to the seven universal laws of mankind. The Almighty has room for all of his children in the promised land. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with the story. The children of Israel had crossed over the Jordan and were about to embark on their important mission to triumph over the land that was promised to their forefathers. Suddenly they received a strange, unexpected delegation. We have come from a land far away to offer you a peace offering, said the visitors. That's very generous of you, replied Yeshua. Then let us make a treaty and swear by oath not to harm one another, requested the visitors. Thus we shall do, responded Yeshua and the leaders of Israel. Only once they vowed not to harm them did the visitors reveal themselves to be Gibeonites, local inhabitants of the land of Canaan. Now they would not be conquered along with the other Canaanites. Instead, they would live in peace side by side with the children of Israel. But why did the oath take effect? Didn't they falsely claim to have journeyed from a distant land? The Gemara Gittin answers, indeed, the oath didn't take effect at all. Rather, the Israelites didn't smite the Gibeonites in order to sanctify God's name. While they owed them nothing, Yeshua recognized that he carried the banner of heaven and decided to act lifnim mishura sadin beyond the letter of the law. Let's look at today's Gemara. Says the Mishnah, In Judea, all are trusted with regard to the purity of wine and oil all the days of the year. Says the Gemara, In Judea, yes, but in the Galilee, no. What is the reason? Reish Lakish said, Because a strip of land inhabited by Samaritans separates between them. But didn't Ullah say, Reliable ones purify their wine and oil in the Galilee? They leave them for when Eliyahu comes and purifies the way. Rashi, A strip of non-Jewish land separates the Galilee and Judea, and Jerusalem is in Judea, and it's therefore impossible to bring their produce to Jerusalem in a state of purity because the sages decreed impurity over foreign lands. Thus, even wine and oil from reliable Jews cannot come for libation. Rashi, when Eliyahu comes, he will show them a pathway through that is not part of the non-Jewish land. Let's analyze today's Gemara. While they would produce pure wine and oil in the Galilee, they couldn't bring it to Jerusalem because the strip of non-Jewish territory separated the two areas of Israel. Since any food that enters non-Jewish land instantly becomes spiritually impure, all they could do was store it for the future. When Mashiach comes, El Yohanavi will map out the opening in the non-Jewish territory. That pathway will be part of Jewish Israel and will enable pure produce to pass between the north and south unimpeded. Wait a sec. If Mashiach comes, why does Elio need to show us a path through the Gentile territory? Let's just remove the strip, claim it as Jewish territory, and solve the problem. Well, okay then. What should we do with inhabitants of that area? Well, maybe they can have the surrounding Arab nations just absorb them. After all, Israel is so small and the Arabs have much more land than the Jews. It should be an easy fix. Clearly, the Gemara is teaching us that even in the Messianic era... There will be non-Jews in the land of Israel. Not only will they be tolerated, 
that they might even continue to enjoy some measure of territorial autonomy. If that's true of the Messianic era, then presumably in the pre-Messianic era, there's no mitzvah to claim the entire land of Israel as the sole territory of the Jewish people. In fact, there have always been non-Jews living in Israel. When Yeshua entered the land, he offered three choices to the inhabitants. Leave, fight, or make peace. The third choice had certain conditions attached, including the acceptance of the seven Noahide laws. If the local inhabitants would embrace monotheism, they were granted the status of Geritoshev and entitled to all the benefits of the country's Jewish citizens. While most other nation-states wouldn't come to recognize and tolerate minority rights until thousands of years later, the land of Israel has always been a Jewish state that enshrined and protected the rights of its cultural and ethnic minorities. That, of course, should come as no surprise. Israel is built on God's terms. He tolerates all peoples because every human being is created in his image. He doesn't desire to see the suffering of any of his children. And as his firstborn, he expects us to take care of our younger siblings. And if that's our Father in Heaven's expectation of us, it should be our expectation of ourselves. And it is. We pride ourselves on Israel's army being the most moral in the world. No other nation-state warns non-combatants to evacuate an area prior to an attack. Israel is a model of unparalleled ethics and morals, always acting in an exemplary, manner, even toward enemies that seek its destruction. The Torah commands us, Honor your father and your mother. Our sages teach us that and comes to include your older brother. Built into the commandment to honor parents is the mitzvah for all siblings to honor the firstborn. He represents the might and first vigor of the parent. As Hashem's firstborn, we represent him in this world. We need to reflect the highest ideals of heaven. When our extraordinary morality shines as an example to all the other nations, they look to, to their older brother for guidance, wisdom, and spiritual sustenance. May our people forever be a light unto the nations, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, the transformative Duff.